Hey, y'all. Welcome to Recharting Your Life with Hope. I'm your host, Hope Cook. I created this podcast to help women who have amazing careers on paper and yet something is missing. You're feeling out of alignment or directionless. Maybe you're no longer motivated or excited about how you spend your days. On top of all that, I'm guessing you feel guilty because you're not more grateful for your job. And maybe you even wonder how you can possibly keep going doing this for another 10, 15, or 20 years when you can barely make it through Wednesday. Let me tell you, I've been there. After 20 years with a rewarding career as a physician assistant, I could not figure out what was wrong with me. I felt pulled in a new direction, but didn't know what that was. A series of books and conversations led me to a life-changing decision to cut way back on my day job and become a life coach. My passion became helping other women figure out what it is they want to do and map out a path to get there. So listen weekly for tips and tools you can use to chart your own journey. Hey, do you ever fantasize about, no, 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 not that. Do you ever fantasize about like leaving your job or doing something completely different? Do you sometimes wish you could have a do-over when it comes to your career? Well, I think I've got something for you. It's called group coaching, and it starts in January. This is for women. I'm sorry, guys. It's only going to be about six to eight women, so small group, intimate setting. So who is this for? This is for you if you want to explore what it would be like to do something different or to quit your job, or to stop being a people pleaser and do what you want to do for a change instead of worrying so much about disappointing the people you work with or your spouse. This is you if you are wearing golden handcuffs. Your job is helping you financially support a certain lifestyle. Maybe your job has good things about it, but it's just no longer a good fit. This is for you if you have a big dose of guilt when you think about this sort of stuff, like leaving your job or disappointing people. This is for you if you should own yourself. You constantly tell yourself, I should be grateful for this job. This group might be for you if there is a big fear factor when you entertain the idea of changing your job or career. And lastly, this is for you if you are sick and tired of hearing yourself complain internally or externally about your job. So if you are ready for action, whatever that means to you, then this group is for you. This group is not for those who are convinced a raise is the right answer. This is not for those of you who aren't ready to make changes. And this is not for those of you who can't commit to a meeting every single week. Or maybe you're just okay with staying stuck for now. That's okay, but this group's not for you. If this sounds like something you might be interested in, send me an old-fashioned email, hope.cook at gmail.com. You can also go to my website, coachhopecook.com, and read about it. And like I said, it gets started in January, so don't waste time. I can't keep doing this. That is probably what is going through the heads of 99% of my clients. I can't keep doing this. 
That's what's going through their head when they first meet with me or before we've met. And then over time, we try to shift that. So this is called arguing with reality. Because if you're saying, I can't keep doing this, actually you can because you are doing it. So by definition, you can keep doing it because you're doing it in this moment and the next moment and the next moment. So what you're really saying when you say, I can't keep doing this, is that the cost of me continuing to do this, this job or this marriage or whatever, is more than I'm willing to pay. It's costing me more than I'm willing to give. So what do you do when you're at that stage where you're saying, I can't keep doing this? First of all, you realize that you are making yourself miserable by arguing with reality. So one of my favorite authors is Byron Katie. She has a book called Loving What Is. And so that that's what she teaches is loving what is. Even if what is is terrible. Your kid gets sick, you get in a car accident, you lose your job, you lose your family. It is you and your thoughts that are creating your suffering. So she says when you argue with reality, you lose but only 100% of the time. So think about that. When you argue with reality, you lose, but only 100% of the time. She also says the only time we suffer is when we believe a thought that argues with what is. So if you're believing that you have a, if you're believing that you are stuck somewhere and you're believing I can't keep doing this, that thought is causing more suffering than you being in that job in that moment. So I'll explain what I mean. You know how your kids come to you and they're like, Mama, and you're on the phone or you're in the middle of a dinner party or whatever, and you look at them and you say, are you bleeding? Are you hurt? Maybe I'm the only one who does that, but it's sort of like that. So are you bleeding or are you hurt? Are you dying in this moment? We're all dying, but are you actively like croaking in this moment? If you're not, then you can keep doing this. So it's your thoughts about your job that are making you the most miserable. Now, clients don't want to hear this the first, maybe not even the second time I meet with them. So I try to like bite my tongue because it took me a long time. I mean, I, I, I still have those thoughts. Last night I had this thought, I can't do this. I signed up for a sleep study. Don't ask me what I was thinking other than I met my deductible this year. So I was like, why not? My husband thinks I have restless legs. My feet kick a lot. And I asked him to get a sleep study, and he's like, you get a sleep study. You're the one running a marathon every night with your feet. So I was like, fine, I'll do it, and I'll prove to you that I'm getting great sleep, and I don't have restless legs. So anyway, as I'm lying there hour after hour not sleeping, last night I was arguing with what is. I went around and around in my head. What was I thinking? I'm just going to rip these electrodes off. I can't believe I washed my hair and now I've got this glue all in it. I can't believe that this, you know, I thought it was going to be a female because everybody kept saying she when they referred to the um, sleep study tech. And I get there and it's this guy and I'm like, this is so weird. I'm in a bed and there's like me and this guy here and he's watching me sleep. 
and he keeps coming in and like moving these electrodes. This is just so weird. So all night I argued with what is, and it occurred to me hours later as I'm back at home in my own house that the situation was fine, y'all. I had a bed all to myself. My husband was not there snoring. Um, I took my blanket, my pillows, I took earplugs, like I was completely safe. I had the temperature just right. It, they had blackout curtains. Like I was not suffering, but I was suffering because of what was going on in my head. So ask yourself, like if you are kind of not loving your work situation right now, if you're like complaining about it a lot, even if it's just in your head, Ask yourself if you're safe in this moment. You know, the um, Alcoholics Anonymous, the serenity prayer, allow me to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. So I could have changed my situation. Um, I could have gotten up and, you know, said, sorry, I'm not going to sit here and try to not sleep for the rest of the night, but I didn't. So instead of knowing the difference, I just fought with myself all night. Um, another situation that I fought last night was I made a hotel reservation for a conference and I picked the wrong week and it had a non-refundable, like mm, close to $300 um, deposit and I was so upset and I was like going over and over in my head what I could say to the person who answered the phone and how I could possibly get my money back and that situation was not making me suffer. The people at the hotel had no idea who I was. They weren't torturing me. Um, my bank account, you know, my banker was not coming knocking on the door saying where's that money I was the one making me suffer. I was the one thinking about this 200 and something dollars and beating myself up and like, ah, oh, why didn't I check the dates? Why didn't I look at the calendar? So whatever it is you're, um, you're suffering with or struggling with right now, I want you to take a deep breath. Just breathe in as deeply as you can, just right in this minute, whether you're driving or sitting or taking a walk. Just breathe it all in and then imagine when you exhale that you are releasing, releasing all that suffering. See if you can accept what is in this moment. You're safe. You're not bleeding. Chances are you're not bleeding or you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. Um, I know we are not in a concentration camp with our suffering but Viktor Frankl, he was the psychologist who, or the psychiatrist who wrote um, Man's Search for Meaning. So he was a Holocaust survivor. And he, he talked about watching men be kind to other men, sharing the bread that they had, um, offering a smile to another prisoner. And he said, everything can be taken from a man, but one thing, the last of the human freedoms to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. So by not making a decision, you are making a decision. So you do have control. If you're thinking like, I am stuck here. I, I can't keep doing this. 
I mean, you're, you're picturing yourself being dragged behind a speedboat. So picture a lake and you are being dragged. Like you're not even on the skis. You're just being dragged behind it. Like sucking up water. Your bathing suit is like already lost somewhere in the lake. But instead, what if you had the same lake, the same speedboat, but you were able to say, you know what? By not making a decision, I am making a decision. I am choosing to stay here in this job or this situation. Guess what that does? That puts you in the driver's seat of the speedboat. So all of a sudden, everything is the same. Nothing has changed in the whole circumstance. Your job is the same. The pay is the same. The help is the same. You get the same number of vacation days or whatever, but you're the one driving the speedboat now. You're not getting dragged behind it. Instead, you're saying, if I could change, I would. So I can't change. Therefore, I am choosing to accept what is. Another example using the physical body is um, my migraines. So I read, I put this in my newsletter maybe a couple of months ago. I read this book, and if you're interested in it, I'll look it up for you. But it's on chronic pain, and it was fascinating. It changed my whole perspective about migraines and the pain. Um, here's what you, you do. You basically get curious about the sensations. Uh, Martha Beck describes it. She didn't write this book, but she, I think she may have recommended this book. You watch the pain, the discomfort, the um, physical sensations as if they are like fish in a fish aquarium or like you're an underwater scuba diver and you're watching the school of fish. So you watch the pain. So if I can, if I'm at work, I can't do this, you know, if I'm in the middle of like seeing patients, but if I'm able to sort of step away, sit in my car or if I'm at home, I can close my eyes and I can be curious and sort of watch the sensations as, as if they're a school of fish. I know that sounds weird, but that puts me back in the driver's seat. I can't get rid of the pain, but I can observe it. And so that puts distance between the pain and me. So even if you're in this horrible situation where, let's say, your spouse is suffering from... Um, severe depression, which we've dealt with in my household. Um, I can't change it. I can watch it. I can be curious about it. I can choose to accept the situation and, you know, just sort of step back from it and say, in this moment, in this exact moment, we are okay. Nobody's bleeding in this moment. Nobody's choking to death. Like in this exact moment, we are all safe. We're all okay. And that, I know it's so hard, but that's one of the things I work on with clients and coaching, especially ones who are feeling really trapped. That is a scary feeling when you feel trapped and helpless. And so that is that being dragged behind the speedboat um, situation. So that's what we work on. I can't always promise that we will pluck you out of that lake and set you on the shore. I can't promise that we will pluck you out of that lake and, you know, put you in a desert somewhere. Like your situation may not be able to change, at least not in that, you know, in two months or however long we end up working together. 
but I can help you um, shift your perspective. Um, I wanted to end with a quote by Jen Sincero. She wrote, you are a badass <laughs> and you're a badass at making money. So she says, hold on, where did I write that? Oh, hang on. Hold on, let me get it. All right, so she says, we are on a planet that somehow knows how to rotate on its axis and follow a defined path while it hurtles through space. Our hearts beat. We can see. We have love, laughter, language, living rooms, computers, compassion, cars, fire, fingernails, flowers, music, medicine, mountains, muffins. We live in a limitless universe overflowing with miracles. The fact that we aren't stumbling around in an inconsolable state of sobbing awe is appalling. The universe must be like, what more do I have to do to wake these bitches up? Make water their most precious resource rain down from the sky? How funny is that? That makes me just chuckle because it's so true. We get so caught up in our brains. I mean, I can't tell you how miserable I made myself last night between the hotel situation and the sleep study situation and just fighting what is. <sighs> so anyway, today I'm going to try to accept the things that I cannot change to change the things I can change, and I'm going to try to have the wisdom to know the difference. Um, remember, y'all, you are in charge. It may not feel like you are. You may not be able to change your circumstance, but you can change your perspective on it. You can say, I'm going to breathe and release. I'm going to take a really deep breath, and then I'm going to exhale and I'm going to let all that grippy control go. All right, reach out if you are struggling with this because, well, as I shared, I've been there. I have some tools that can help you and I think it would make your life a lot better. Until next week. y'all for listening. It was so much fun talking to you today. All right. If you are ready to make some major changes in your life, if you're at the point where you are sick and tired of feeling stuck and directionless, and you really don't know what to do next or where to go, maybe it's time we had a little chat. So I have it set up on my website. You can schedule a free 30-minute discovery call and we'll sit down and decide if we're a good fit. Maybe you'd prefer group coaching. Maybe you need one-on-one -on -one coaching or maybe you just want to talk and, and say hello. So go on over to my website. It's coachhopecook.com. That's H-O-P-E-C-O-O-K.com and schedule the free discovery call. And I can't wait to talk to you. So See you next week, and hopefully I'll talk to some of you before that. <laughs>